Hey, what's up, everybody? Weird pause there, right? Uh, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate you checking in. This is episode 526 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. All right, here's today's question from Ricky. Hey, Pat. My name is Ricky Rodriguez, and I'm really interested in starting my own blog, but I seem to be stuck with the idea of what Word documenting processor or program do I use? I use a Mac, um, but I also have a PC. I prefer Mac, but it seems that Pages is a little cumbersome. Um, would you suggest, or maybe let me rephrase, what do you use? How do you form your blogs? In what format, period? Do you use uh, Pages, or do you use Microsoft Word? Um, and also, what computer? Are you a PC guy or a Mac guy? Thanks, Pat. Uh, I really appreciate it and look forward to your answer. Thank you. Hey, what's up, Ricky? Thank you so much for the question today. Uh, I remember when I first started blogging, I actually used the WordPress editor. You know, when you sign on to WordPress and you start a new post or a page, that's what I would use to edit my posts. And I quickly found out that that was a poor decision because oftentimes my computer would crash or the for whatever reason, it just wouldn't save, and I would lose my work, and that was always um, very depressing. But I then learned that I could use other third-party programs and then export those things or copy and paste them into that blog post to just make it very easy and to make sure I save things and also keep a copy on my hard drive and all that stuff. Uh, so there's a lot of ones I've used in the past. The ones that I use now are, uh, well, just let me give you the timeline. So I did try Pages for a while just because that's what I was familiar with. I was a, I'm was a Mac person. I was actually initially a PC person, anti-Mac, till I met my wife. And then now I'm Mac because of her. And very thankful because I use Mac for everything now. And so that's that story. So that answers that question. But in terms of what I used to start blog posts, well, I was very familiar with Pages with Mac at the time that I started blogging. And then, so that's what I used because that's what I was familiar with. But I also found it was too cumbersome for what I needed, needed it to do. Uh, so then I got involved with some other third-party text uh, to WordPress programs that aren't even, don't even exist anymore. Then I used... Um, then I used, uh, what was it, Byword, B-Y-W-O-R-D, and that works out really well. That's, that's I, I believe there's a version for Mac. Uh, I don't know about PC, but you can find some other ones that are available that specifically export to WordPress or allow you to edit uh, on another system or on the cloud. And the cool thing about those is, like I said, it, it edits on the cloud, so uh, you're able to save on the go and access it from anywhere or any device. Um, but beyond that, there's a lot of them that I enjoy that are distraction-free, and that's why I liked Byword. I used Byword for over a year. Again, that's B-Y-W-O-R-D. Uh, if you're a Mac user, you can download it from, from the App Store on your desktop. There's also a mobile version, which I've never used to write a blog post, but I've checked on older posts or drafts of posts in the past in the mobile app version of Byword. But anyway, uh, that worked out really well, and the reason I loved it is because it was distraction-free, meaning when you open up by word, it gets rid of everything else on the screen. It's just a full screen with a cursor, and that's it. And so all you have to focus on is whatever it is that you're writing, and that's it. It's very minimal. You can also 
uh, do, do some other cool stuff uh, with it in terms of rich text or plain text. And, uh, you know, you could use different coding to, to make bold symbols. I don't even know what that's called. I don't, I don't do that. But uh, so that's what I used for a while. And then I moved over to Google Docs. So I use Google Drive and the docs within Google Drive to manage all my blog posts. And the reason I love this is because my entire team has access to it. And so the, the way it works now is I do it in a very... A methodical, systematic kind of way that works with everybody's workflow. So we plan way ahead of time, uh, about two or three months ahead of time in terms of what most of the content, the blog content will be, and also the podcast and SPI TV. We plan that far ahead for each of those things. And we do that because then it gives us an opportunity to develop them uh, in a quick, easy way or the quickest, easiest way and not ever scramble with trying to figure out what to write, which was my problem for a while. You know, I would I'd be great at writing content uh, on the go and then over time with all the other kinds of content that I was posting, podcast episodes and SPI TV and other videos and whatnot, um, the blog kind of went away for a while because it was just hard to come up with stuff. And so we plan way ahead of time. And what happens is when it's time for me to write, which is every Monday, every Monday I go into co-schedule, which is a calendar that my team has access, access to. And through that calendar, all of the topics are already there. Uh, for each of the posts. And within each of those posts, there are tasks. And one of those tasks is for me to write and to have the post written, a draft of it written by a certain day. And then the editor goes in later because I have an editor now, uh, which is pretty cool. And I haven't had that you know, until this, the last six months. Uh, so it's been great. It's, uh, she's been, you know, making sure that the grammar and the spelling is correct, which, you know, people would comment on that every once in a while. And I just, you know, I feel at this point I could, I could turn it up to the next level by, by hiring somebody like that. But anyway, what I do is I go into co-schedule and then I go into the task for that particular post. And then I go into a Google doc that somebody on my team has created for that particular uh, piece of work. And so I go into that and that opens up Google Docs automatically. She links to it uh, d d directly. It's already titled and there's even already some thoughts and lines of text in there from my team telling me what they think I could include in the post to, to make it uh, even better. So I don't go in there and I never come, a, come across a blank page anymore. I have my team go in and have already thought through a little bit of, of what that post is. I do write, obviously, most of it, or, or all of it, but they, I just have that as a starting point, so, so that's great. So in terms of tools, I use Google Docs, and I love that now because, A, the whole team has access to it. B, it's in the cloud, uh, so I can access it myself and, and update it and make changes on any device that I'm on. Um, and C, it's just really easy to organize. You know, all the folders and whatnot are there, and uh, just makes it very easy. So, so that's what I use now, and that's what I would recommend. Um, whether you're writing ebooks, I wrote my ebook, uh, Will It Fly, which is coming out February 1st. Check it out, willitflybook.com. I wrote that using Google Docs. I actually tried using Scrivener for that, which is kind of the industry standard nowadays for writing an ebook. Uh, although I, I also know some people who write blog posts in Scrivener. There's also Evernote, which is good too, which is great for cloud based organizational uh, documentation. So you can check that out too. I think the big reason, the, the, the big underlying kind of thing here is just you've got to try new things until you figure, figure the one out that works for you, Ricky. Uh, and if you feel that pages is too cumbersome, then don't use it. There's a lot of other options out there, and I've given you a few. Byword, Google Docs, Evernote, Scrivener, if you're going to be writing eBooks, um, check them out and see what works for you. So, Ricky, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, 
on your blogging journey and, and any books and other written content that you come out with in the future. To help you out and to give you some inspiration, we're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. I want to thank you for, for asking it. And for those of you who are listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. Uh, and I also want to thank all of you again who have been very supportive of me and my upcoming book, Will It Fly? How to Test Your Next Business Idea So You Don't Waste Your Time and Money. If you haven't checked it out already, uh, go to willitflybook.com if you are listening to this uh, the week that this particular episode comes out, it'll be available on February 1st, 2016. And if you're listening to this in the future, uh, go and get it. Check it out. I, I know you're going to love it. My test group has been really enjoying it, and I know you will too. So willitflybook.com. Alrighty, and as always, I like to end with a quote. And today's quote is from Victor Hugo. He says, be like the bird who, pausing in her flight a while on bows too slight, feels them give way beneath her and yet sings, knowing she hath wings. That one's deep. <laughs> Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable. And the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.